Yep. This is the greatest show. The greatest show. I didn't time the song out right. And now. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sounds about right. I mean, that's me screeching first thing in the morning. So, right? Uh, Yeah. Should we wait for the drop? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Actually, turn it off. How about that? Yeah. We've had that happen. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's muted and... Then we have the greatest showman playing the entire episode behind us. Yeah, Ma- when we did the Mash episode, yeah, it's I love which it. it's the Mash theme song, so it's yeah. great. Like, but when the food you Fridays me, after that, yeah, I had to mute it. It's yeah. fine. I can fix it in post. I just it's more work. Yeah, I like you to not have to work if you don't have to. You know who doesn't have to work anymore if he doesn't want to? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. That's it's right. It's also his birthday today. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, Hugh Jackman. Happy We're gonna birthday, learn Hugh. all about your life right after this. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. We just become best friends. Yep! Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! Thunk. <laughs> Thunk. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was dumb. Welcome back to Dummy and Ike. Hi, I'm Dummy. I <laughs> smack I... myself in the mouth with a microphone. You know who doesn't do that? You. Hugh. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. You know Hugh, don't you? I, I don't know Hugh. Hugh damn right. <laughs> oh, this episode's going to be punny. Punny is funny. I've got um, 24 humbling facts about um, Mr. Jackman. Well, I'm going to tell you one fact right now. Okay. So, you know, Hugh went out and did a musical tour. <laughs> it's going to be funny every time. <laughs> you know, Mr. Jackman. You know, Hugh. Went out and did a musical tour. Yeah. On, yeah. Well, and I had a few friends that worked it, and they said, Hugh Jackman is without a doubt. Mm-hmm. One of the absolute loveliest, kindest, yeah. most fun humans that there is. And I these are guys that. that have toured with like every giant musician in the world. And yeah. they were like, I would go back out on tour with Hugh Jackman in a heartbeat. Me too. Like apparently he is a man of the people, mm-hmm. hangs out with the crew, like comes out to do sound checks, says hello to absolutely every person. Yeah. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Did you end up getting that ice cream that you wanted yesterday? Wow. Like remembers everything, all the conversations, sits down and catering with everyone yep. and has dinner. Like I've said it just before wonderful. and I'll say it again. The highest sign of absolute intelligence is the ability to remember people's names. hundred percent. Because it's impossible to do. And these people who do it are superhumans. Yep. Agreed. Well, did you know that Mr. Jackman's interested in musicals started at the tender age of 10? I, I had no idea he was a musical person at all. Until I didn't until the, the greatest, greatest show. Yeah. Me neither. When he saw a high school performance of Man of La Mancha, he knew about the show before seeing it because his dad had the record and played it all the time. So he was raised around music. I like yeah. that. Um, I'm going to take us back to before The Greatest Showman okay. to his other very notable role as Wolverine. Wolverine. Did you know that Russell Crowe was supposed to play? Only because Wolverine? I saw that on the same article yeah. earlier, but I, can you imagine? Well, okay, get this. Here's the thing. Crowe was supposed to play it. There was a scheduling conflict. Mm-hmm. He suggested his friend... Hugh Jackman, who was a completely unknown Australian actor. 
Yeah, he had only like done, nobody even knew who yeah, he was. He did one TV show before that. Yeah, yeah. And Russell Crowe was like, "You should really take a look at this." So, despite that recommendation, Doug Ray Scott was selected to play Wolverine, who also then had to drop out due to a scheduling conflict for his role in Mission Impossible Two. So, finally, on the third go round, Hugh Jackman was given the role, and the rest is history. The rest is indeed history. Wow. I, I love, first of all, too, because I've heard some very uh, across-the-board things about Russell Crowe. I like hearing that he wanted, you know, his friend and, like, spoke for his friend and said, this is the person. Like, this is, you know, if I can't do it, I want this person to be able to do it. To be completely fair. Okay. He did have a couple of credits before X-Men. Okay. What were they? Uh, here they are on IMDb. Um, most of these are TV miniseries. Okay. Land Australian of, shows, yes. right? Land of the Law, Corelli, Blue Healers, Snowy River, Halifax FP, and then a movie, Paperback Hero, and Erskineville Kings, as well as a TV movie, Oklahoma. So, yeah, nothing that anybody really would know no, for it my, outside of Australia. My point being, like, it just he didn't just wander off of, like, I was working at Pizza Hut, and now I'm the Wolverine. That would have been even cooler. If yeah. he was literally, like, a guy that worked at Pizza Hut, that Russell Crowe would go in every Friday night and, like, jam pizza in his mouth, and yes. this guy was nice to him. That's can, a much better story. Can I tell you my absolute favorite huge Ackman movie? <laughs> Swordfish. Ooh, that's such a good one. I love that movie. <gasps> I had all but forgotten about that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, he has to crack the code with Halle Berry in his lap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, it... It's a PG oh, version of that. I was just going to say something really bad. What, and I was well, like, don't... There's children listening now. There are! Like Britta, our hey, friend Britta. Britta. Hi, Britta in... Oklahoma. Minnesota. Oklahoma. Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. We just did an episode about Minnesota. Yeah. Britta, tell us what you thought about our Minnesota episode. I bet she's going to listen to it because her mom probably, because we shouted out her mom on that yeah. episode. That's what's up, guys. If you tell us that you listen to the yeah. show, you're going to hear your name on the yeah. show. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Let us know. Um, um, <clears throat> here's something that I love about Huge Ackman. Yep. <laughs> it's funny every time. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so you know how much I love coffee, right? Oh, yeah. A little bit. Hugh Jackman created a foundation to help farmers. It's called the Laughing Man Foundation. It supports coffee farming communities by investing in programs that clear the way to health, growth, and success for coffee farmers and their families. Yep. And look out for our new brand of coffee, Grounds for Divorce, this Christmas. <laughs> our collaboration with our friend Pete's podcast. Divorce the first six months. Yeah. So the foundation was started by Jackman after he met an Ethiopian coffee farmer named Dukali and his family. The meeting inspired Jackman to create Laughing Man Coffee and the Laughing Man Foundation to support, to support families like Dukali's. You know my second favorite uh, huge Ackman movie? Tell me. Van Helsing. You don't have to agree with me. I don't. I loved it. I'm glad you did. And I wanted to real bad, but... There are so many other versions of Van Helsing that across the board are more true to the story. And I, I took, I had some fundamental issues with the writing, Okay. <laughs> but he was really him himself as the actor in it was excellent. He yeah. was great. Definitely great. <clears throat> I got more facts. Ready? Tell me more facts. Um, 
I don't know if this might be another one of those articles that's written from like somebody's perspective, but we already <laughs> talked about him being super nice. Yeah. Yep. Um, this number 21 of 25 facts says a modern polymath of sorts. Who knows what a polymath is? What can't this guy do? He plays the guitar, piano, and violin. Credits Meg Ryan to turning him on to yoga and is a men- member of the School of Practical Philosophy. He is just a renaissance man. Indeed. And no wonder all women love him. A man huge much like Ackman. myself. Do you do yoga? Sure. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> love at first job. It's hard to believe oh, that I such a it. charismatic Sim- man like Jackman could play coy. On the set of the Australian TV series Corelli, Jackman harbored a huge crush on the leading lady, Deborah Lee Furness. Jackman reveals he wanted to marry her immediately. Despite being so young, he was in his early 20s when they met, and Furness is 13 years his senior. Are they still together? They are. Yes. They have been together forever. Wow. She's wicked old now. Isaac. What? She is not wicked old. She was old when he met her. She was older. 13 years older. Older. And he's in his 50s. If, if there were, I'm just going to do this and we'll get it out of the way. On that set, there was probably a man that was the same age as her. You would not call that guy old, wicked old. You'd be like, oh, that's normal. He's normal guy aged. Sure. But she's wicked old now. I wasn't talking she's about her back then. Wicked old. He's in his mid 50s. That puts her right. at the tail end of almost 70. 13 years? 55 plus 13 is 68. That's almost 70. That's not the tail end of 70. The tail end of 70 is 78 or 79. My bad. The beginning of 70. Good Lord. And I'm the one that can't math. (laughs) Let's talk about mathing when this is over, by the way, because I watched something last night that made me laugh so hard. Oh, we got plenty of math conversations to have off air. Oh, yeah, because I'm not good at mathing. We're going to duke it out about the episode title numbers. Good God, why are we still talking about this? <laughs> um, I thought this was super interesting. So his mom and dad were actually from England and moved to Australia. Mm-hmm. And he's the youngest of five kids. Okay. When he was eight, his mom left and moved back to England and was like, I don't want to live here. And she left his dad to raise all of them. So five years later, his dad went back to England in hopes of reconciling with her. And so he went to England to bring her back. By this point, he found out she was married to somebody else and oh. had a new kid. Oh, no. So it was very complicated. Um, when he arrived back, uh, not three weeks later as planned, but five days later, everybody knew. And they were all old enough to go, oh, this is not happening the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So he admits that a lot of that anger that he felt over that abandonment and especially how strongly he felt it when he was a teenager helped him play Wolverine. It's what he channeled into his performance of Wolverine. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Speaking of his parents, Mm -hmm. Jackman says he's the stricter parent playing bad cop when he needs to, but still thinks he's a little bit more flexible than his dad was. Furness has more of the whatever vibe. I could see that. She seems like a pretty go ask your mother. Laid back lady. Before he was famous, Jackman paid his dues taking on menial, (laughs) read buddy, uh, jobs to make ends meet. He spent years working the night shift at a gas station as a teen and worked as a clown at children's parties during university. He says these entertainment jobs were the hardest $50 he ever made and that a six-year-old once called him a terrible clown because he didn't know any tricks. (laughs) 
Jackman admits that the kid was right. Uh, I mean, it's it's fair. Um, I love this. So he in interviews, he's been asked several times, like, you can't play Wolverine forever. So who do you want to secede you in Wolverine? Oh, good question. And from the very beginning, every time he's been asked this question, he's had the same answer. He wants Tom Hardy to be the next Wolverine. And he's had that picked out in his head since at least 2015 is the first documented time that someone asked him this. Tom Hardy and he's repeated it over and over and over. Tom Hardy is wicked old. Tom Hardy is not wicked old. He's too old to play Wolverine. See, I'm just making sure I'm covering both ends of the gender spectrum when I call people old. Mm, okay. Deborah Lee Furness, by the way, is 65. <clears throat> okay. It's not wicked old. Life expectancy is in the like, late 80s at this point. Did you know that a natural performer, Jackman, has always gravitated towards song and dance? He says it's in his blood and lives by the Australian saying, have a go, meaning nothing ventured, nothing gained. Mm. So what if you fail? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's very true. Um, do you know that he holds a superhero world record? I don't know that. Okay, he may not anymore, but as of 2016... He held the record for playing the same superhero the most times in live action film franchise. He was the only character to appear in all, the entire X-Men series. The whole thing. How many is that? At, in 2016, it was seven. So I'm sure Robert Downey Jr.'s beat him out with Iron Man now. Sure. Um, and my only point about Tom, he's 43 years old. It's, old. it's not that old to play in one, right? But... Hugh's been carrying it since 2001. So the next time we pass the torch, I want to see somebody who can also carry it for 20 years. So starting at 43. It kind of also depends upon how many they plan on making during a certain amount of time. Like if they have it plotted out, like, you know, like the multiverse, like, you know, that kind of thing, you know, they probably have an idea of how many of them. So if it were a smaller chunk of time, I would be interested in seeing Tom Hardy do that because I think he has a demeanor for it that would be real interesting to play that role. But if it is going to be, hey, over the course of the next 20 years, we're going to put out, you know, 17 of these, then yeah, they need to find somebody younger. But they would also have to find, it would have to fit in with what the narrative is of where they're at in the storytelling, that it would be a younger Wolverine. You have true. to think about that part That's too. True. Of like, are they going to jump back and forth in time, or yeah. are they going to keep Wolverine around? Right. Introduce, I, it's, right. It seems like we, as a, as consumers, or at least in my opinion, I want to just keep seeing more storylines with the same characters I grew up watching. Yeah. I don't want to see a whole new batch of people I don't know nothing about. You're really not going to like the next world of Marvel, then. Probably they not. Mostly. They I have mean, to. They have to, though. That that's that stuff's burned out. Oh, I don't I think I could watch Chris Evans for the rest of my life happily. Well, you're going to have to watch him do something else because he ain't Captain oh, America will. no more. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, let's hit him. Uh, let's hit him with one more stunner fact. And well, then... I think this is really funny. All right. Um, he was asked in an interview once, uh, who's your celebrity crush and who would you date? And he turned that question around and said, well, if I was a woman, I reckon I would want to date George Clooney. Instead of like, that's hilarious. You know, instead of maybe offending possibly his wife mm -hmm. or alienating, you know, some crowd of people, he turned it around and said, "Well, if I was a lady, it'd be George Clooney." <laughs> I think that's incredibly quick-witted to yeah. do that, and what a a great way to just make make fun of it, make fun of a ridiculous question. It is a ridiculous. question. It really is. Can't we think of better things to ask celebrities? 
Right? Yeah, right? So dumb. And he also then followed it up with an apology to Amal, George Clooney's wife, and said, sorry, Amal. See, now that's a stand-up guy. Yeah, right? I think you have to like start mentally preparing yourself for stupid questions when you go into interviews. Cause, like, Completely. Why can't you just ask me something about the project that I just made? Right? Yeah, I never really realized that until I watched um, that Britney Spears documentary mm-hmm. where they went through and showed like the David Letterman, the Barbara Walters, and the questions that they asked her. And when I was, she was like... was 16... It was devastating to watch in hindsight her face and her reactions. Yeah. And like know that she hadn't been supported enough to say to them, I'm not here to talk about that. Yeah. I'm here to talk about this thing I'm releasing or this new record or residency or whatever. And I, yeah, it's just, I, now I look at interviews much, much in a more critical eye on the interviewer versus yep. the celebrity. Yeah. I'm like, are they asking intelligent questions that actually are relevant and mean something? No one does that anymore. There's no good journalists anymore. They're all dead. Okay. Dan Rather's still alive in tweet. I was like, wow, I guess we just forgot about Dan Rather. He's still around. He needs to be the president. I would, I would back that, but. I'm also tired of like 80 year old men running the country. So Me too. maybe we don't have Dan Rather. Let's put an age gap on the president at 60. I, thank you. Yeah. Really? Let's, uh, would yeah. you want your grandfather running around running your house? No. 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 That's on both sides, folks. Both, both, both sides. sides. 100%. Let's, just, let's all agree. Yeah. If, if you're 60, you're too old. Yeah. I like let's get that. some fresh ideas. You need to be here. between 40 and 60. Yeah. Just still enough to have a little your bit shit of together. life experience. But, but not, not on your way, but not too, one, one foot in the grave. <laughs> not so old that you're still a raging racist. Oh, yeah, then there's that, too. Oh, jeez. <sighs> We're ending this one on a high note. Wow. Uh, let's end it on something else about, uh, about okay. Hugh when, Jackman. When Give he, me one last When he was thing. invited to host SNL in 2001. Okay. Uh, but there was a little problem. He had never seen the show. So producers had, what? To, yeah, they had to send him tapes so he could familiarize himself with the tone and format of the show. And he later said that his favorite episode was hosted by Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's cute. We need to do an episode on Conan. We do. I mean, we did the late night wars, but we need to like delve Full into Conan. Conan. Yeah, let's find out I'm where his birthday is. write that down. And uh, Team Coco, if you're watching, we are ready to sign <sighs> with you. You can say that again. Ready to sign up. You can say that again. We are ready, Coco team. <laughs> we are signing ready. <laughs> That's we, a better way to end it. How long do you think keep that up? Oh, forever. All right, folks. Thanks for watching and listening. Tell us what your favorite Hugh Jackman movie is, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.